Welcome to the Uplift Effect Podcast. My name is Jill Falling. I'm the host of this podcast, and I am excited that you are here. Thank you for being here. And I just want to say right out the gate, if you would subscribe to this podcast, if you would leave comments, if you would leave thumbs up, stars, whatever the case may be, it will help other parents find this podcast so that they can use it as a resource, as a place of hope, encouragement, and inspiration. You know, the uplift effect. To give back what I wish that I had had more of when I was a younger mother raising young kids. And the truth is, is that that's what this podcast is. It's little reminders of things that I have learned over the years as parenting that can help give you just enough strength to get through today and maybe tomorrow. So today, I am going to talk about the power of words. And I'm going to pull up something that is kind of funny. It's report cards, two specifically, one from when I was in kindergarten and one from when I was in third grade. And I'm going to share some things with you that I distinctly remembered about them but I had to have my parents go dig them up <laughs> because I wanted to make sure I had my facts straight. Um, because I'm, there is a difference sometimes in how we remember it and what actually was on it. Well, I remembered it correctly, but I wanted to read it to you because I think it's telling. And it goes back to the line of, be careful, little mouths, what you say. Your words do matter, parents. And teachers, your words matter. And coaches your words really matter. I'm going to do a quick introduction and I will meet you back on the other side. Okay, so instead of doing my normal introduction, I am going to tell you about something that I am super excited about. So, as you may know, I am writing a book and I want you to be a part of it. How I've decided to do that is to start writing everything and posting it and publishing it all on Patreon. So I now have a Patreon site. It's Patreon forward slash The Uplift Effect, but I will put a link in the show notes. And I am going to, every week, instead of writing and posting on social media sites as I have in the past, I am going to now publish everything on Patreon. And if you know about Patreon, you know there's multiple different tiers. So for as few dollars as $7 a month, you can have access to what I'm writing. You can be a part of this book process because I want your feedback. I want to know what resonates, what you want more of. Um, and I will add that content to this book process. The other thing is, is that there are tiers that you can tier up and all of my video content that I have provided in the past on different avenues, mainly my parent uh, mom's group, Facebook group, I am now moving all of that to Patreon. So you will find a place where I am going to give educational coaching, uh, parent coaching types video content all in one spot and that's going to be on patreon and so there are tiers that you can be a part of that it is not very expensive um, it is a way that 
I can continue providing you with the coaching and the support and the hope and the education and the inspiration that you need in this parenting journey that you've asked for. And it allows me to continue providing you good content that I truly believe makes a difference, that you've told me makes a difference as you parent. This is not an easy journey, actually. It's a very difficult one. And I want to continue serving you, but there has to be a way to feasibly do that. And I believe that this Patreon will help do that. You'll even notice that on tier four, I'm so excited about this part. (laughs) I don't know about a box, but an envelope from me where you are going to get original artwork from me. I do watercolor. And I am excited about that because I have really, really fun, very um, whimsical watercolor that I do that will have inspirational words and quotes and things that are made just for you from me. And I will send to you to your mailbox every single month. And I am super excited about that part. So thank you for supporting creatives. Thank you for supporting authors and writers and artists of all different kinds. That's what Patreon does. It's a way for me to continue coaching you. It's a way for me to continue providing support and education. And I really appreciate your support so that I can continue giving you content that will help you and make a difference in the life of you and your health and your sanity and your children. Thank you for being a part of the Uplift Effect podcast. Thank you for being a part of the Uplift Effect Patreon site, and I will have it all linked in the show notes. Okay, so here, back to our episode for today. Recently, I was in the middle of a mundane task. I cannot quite remember what I was doing. Something tells me it was probably laundry or dishes. But there I stood with no significant thing that I can identify as a trigger. But I had this memory come over me with an emotion attached to it. Of the excitement I had over bringing home my report cards when I was very, very young in elementary school. Yeah, I know, that's probably not what the average kid is excited to do, but I'm 45 years old. So back in 1980, 1981, when I was in kindergarten, report cards at that time were boxes that were checked for excellent, satisfactory, or needs improvement. You remember those? And on the back... Teachers had a place where they could make comments about the students. They would handwrite comments about us. And I remember standing there in the kitchen or the laundry room, wherever I was, remembering the feeling of being excited about what my teacher had to say about me. Now, interestingly enough, I had to ask my parents to go do some digging. (laughs) Thankfully, they found my kindergarten and my third grade report card. And it was just as I had remembered it. And I thought it's kind of funny because on the back where the comments are, it's in cursive. 
that still to this day, I'm having trouble reading. <laughs> so I'm sure what happened was, is that I took it home, saw that the teacher had written these things. I could decipher my name, but other than everything else, I had to go and have my parent read to me. And I want to read to you what these report cards say, just as an example. So in kindergarten, after the first semester, my teacher, Mrs. Redding, 1980, stated, Jill is cooperative, eager to learn, and strives to complete all tasks neatly and accurately. She relates well to her peers and is an excellent artist. Her enthusiasm is contagious and is a welcome addition to this classroom. Due to this enthusiasm, she sometimes forgets to await her turn in group time, but is improving in this area. So then at the end of the school year, she states, Jill continues to improve academically and she has shown significant improvement in awaiting her turn to talk in group time. It has been a pleasure having Jill in my class this year. Signed, Mrs. Redding, June 12th, 1981. Then in third grade, some years later, in 1983 to 1984, we actually had a grading system. And we got A's and B's and pluses and minuses and so forth. And I have no recollection of that being important to me, unfortunately, whatsoever. But again, I remember Mrs. Jacobson distinctly. I remember what she looks like. And I remember being very excited to come home with my report card and have my parent read to me what it was that she said. So these are done in nine weeks. The first nine weeks, Jill enjoys life. She can see the happy side to every situation. Jill works hard. She has many friends. And I can always depend on Jill to have an answer to any question I ask. Second nine weeks, Jill did a fine job this nine weeks and is beginning to realize the seriousness of school with a smiley face, which we would now call an emoji. Jill is striving hard to do her best and is eager to please. I enjoy her very much and smile every time I hear her sweet giggle in class. Third nine weeks. Another nice report card. I am proud of Jill's work. She seems to have gained confidence in this nine weeks and sparkles when she learns a new concept. Jill is so sweet and friendly and has many friends. She always brightens my day. At the end of the school year, Mrs. Jacobson wrote, Jill is surely a sweet pea. She has added much happiness to the classroom and to my life. Jill has worked hard this, this year and I am proud of her. Mr. and Mrs. Falling, you have done a wonderful job. Jill, I love you. Signed, Mrs. Jacobson, June the 7th, 1984. Okay, so I would like to compare the words from the teachers that I had in elementary school to a more recent news article of a second grade boy whose name is Camden. He had a math quiz. It has gone viral and it shows the paper here and he didn't do real well on his math test. The comment from the teacher says, absolutely pathetic. You answered 13 and three minutes. 
and she states sad with a frowny face. This child is seven years old, and my suspicion is that if his parents are not real careful and real diligent in working with him, that what he heard from that and what will resonate with him for years to come is that he is pathetic. The father was very upset. He took this to the teacher and her only comment was, I'm sorry, you feel this way. The reason why I bring any of this up is because our children are very, very sensitive to the words that are being said to them, about them, from the people who are in authority over them and their peer group. It is not true that sticks and stones may break our bones, but words will never hurt us. Words are actually the thing that as I, as a grief and trauma therapist working with children, were the things that they always told me that they couldn't forget. And I worked with children who were sexually molested and abused. It was the words that were said to them, not necessarily the actions that were done unto them, that stayed with them and dug deep into the soul of who they were. I spent more time talking with children about the pain from the words that were spoken than anything else. And I do truly believe that we are in a crisis in our society where there is so much disrespect. I hear teachers all the time complaining about the amount of disrespect that they are seeing in the children in their classroom. And yet, I also see over and over again that parents, coaches, and teachers, in this case here with this little boy, are not modeling anything but disrespect. And I think we need to be very careful and very cautious about the words that are coming out of our mouth and how we say things to our children. My teacher could have said in kindergarten, Jill talks too much, she is disturbing the classroom, and she really needs to work on keeping her mouth shut. I would have received that very differently than what she chose to say is that my enthusiasm is contagious. But because of this enthusiasm, I sometimes forget to wait my turn in group time. Notice that at the end of the year, she says that I had shown great improvement, significant improvement in waiting my turn to talk in group time. I wonder if that would have been the outcome had the teacher not used the kind words of encouragement that she had used at the beginning of the report card. Our words do matter. They do affect who our children become, 
because they affect how the children begin to think of themselves. It also becomes stumbling blocks and hurdles and inhibitors in their life for years and years to come. Be careful, little tongues, what you say, because there are little ears that are listening to every word and they're believing them. I am thankful for teachers like Mrs. Redding and Mrs. Jacobson. At 45 years old, I didn't remember their exact words, but I remember how they made me feel. And we as parents can do the exact same thing. Teachers, we can do the exact same thing. And coaches, we can do the exact same thing. I recently had a comment made to me from my children in which they were talking about one of these scenarios and both of my boys said to me, Mom, they do not care. In other words, don't waste your breath and your energy to say anything because they do not care. And that breaks my heart because these are people who are in roles of influence over my children. And there's nothing more disheartening than to have adults who carry the power of influence over our children to communicate to our kids that they do not care. Parents and teachers, coaches, Sunday school teachers, those who interact with children, we have got an incredible opportunity to be Mrs. Redding and to be Mrs. Jacobson. And I hope and I pray that you take that to heart and you think about circumstances in your own life where somebody said things about you that made such an impact in how you thought of yourself. Hopefully it was positive. And you use that to fuel how you interact with your kids and the kids that you come in contact with in your life. Because you stand to make an incredible impact in who they are and how they think of themselves. Job well done. Thank you for listening to the Uplift Effect podcast. I will talk to you next week. I am looking forward to it. Have a fantastic rest of your week, and we will talk to you soon. Bye-bye.